six nights. China's agricultural minister says the country's winter wheat crop might be, quote, the worst in history. In light of the Russian-Ukraine crisis, this is a cause for concern. Combined, Russia and Ukraine make up nearly 30 percent of the world's wheat exports. With almost a third of wheat off the market now, prices have surged to a 14-year high. If China's crops really are one of the worst, we can expect prices to go even higher. Senator Elizabeth Warren, along with Senate Democrats, are working on a bill that would tax the windfall profits of big oil. She has accused companies of price gouging and padding their coffers with war-fueled profits. According to AAA, the average price of gas last Wednesday was $4.25, up 60 cents from a week prior. A 23-year-old Ohio woman has been arrested for raping dementia patients at the assisted living facility where she worked. Investigators say the woman recorded herself sexually assaulting the elderly patients. A federal court has ruled the state of Illinois violated the National Voter Registration Act when they barred an election integrity group access to the state's voter rolls. The district judge who ruled on the case was appointed by President Obama. The law says that states must make voter rolls publicly available for two years. The federal government collected over $1.8 trillion in taxes during the first five months of the fiscal year. Half of that money was in income taxes. The next largest category was social insurance and retirement taxes, which was over $500 billion. From Hill to House. Kamala Harris went to Poland to help rebuild relations. The U.S. was eager to hatch a plan where we would resupply Poland with MIG jets if they would give some of theirs to Ukraine. Poland wasn't too fond of this, so instead of helping gloss over this diplomatic hiccup, Harris only made things worse. A reporter asked her about Ukrainian refugees, and of course, she laughed it off like she always does. Check it out for yourself. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, yeah. okay, so. They said what? Last week, the Senate passed a $1.5 trillion omnibus spending package. This nearly 2,800 page bill contains more than 4,000 earmarks. This list of spending projects alone fills up more than 360 pages. Joe Biden is taking a unique approach to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The White House conducted a Zoom meeting for about 30 TikTok influencers. One of these influencers said they were encouraged to use their, quote, platform to highlight different issues as they arise, especially when mainstream media fails to do so. Pussies and Patriots a 40-year-old Canadian veteran is going to Ukraine to help fight. Known as Wally, he is one of the world's deadliest snipers, reportedly shooting an Islamic State terrorist from over two miles away. He left his wife and one-year-old son to assist the Ukrainian people. Deciding to serve in the volunteer forces was easy for him, saying it was, quote, like a firefighter who hears the alarm ringing. 
While Wally is admirable, he is just one of many. In fact, more than 20,000 people have joined the fight, putting themselves in harm's way to help their fellow man. They weren't drafted, they aren't getting paid, and they don't know how long they'll be away from their families. But they answered Ukraine's call for help. John 15.13 says, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. For their demonstrated love of mankind, Ukrainian volunteer fighters are patriots. Representative Madison Cawthorn is again showing his immaturity and ignorance. This past week, he called Ukrainian President Zelensky a thug. Last I checked, a president who refuses to leave his country during an invasion and serves alongside his military is no thug. Zelensky has led his military during trying times, holding back Russian forces for over two weeks when most thought they would cave in just a matter of days. He's not only showing how vigilant Ukraine is, he is embarrassing a world leader and showing Putin that he isn't afraid of anyone. When has Cawthorn done anything admirable? This man couldn't even stay married for a year before his wife left him. So for being an unbelievably arrogant and ignorant little boy, and for resorting to childish name-calling and insults, Representative Cawthorn, you are a pussy. Excuse me for interrupting. Do you realize this is a party line? Put on your waders. We're about to dive deep into the swamp, the creatures that live in it, and their salacious shenanigans for this week's party line. We're having party line trouble. Robert R.J. Regan just won the special election for Michigan House seat, District 74. Last week, he participated in a Facebook Live with the Michigan Rescue Coalition. When the 2020 election came up and the possibility of decertifying it arose, Regan made some jarring comments. He compared it to rape. But wait, it gets worse. Just listen. You know, having three daughters, and I tell my daughters, well, if rape is inevitable, you should just lie back and enjoy it. So... Um, I, that's not how we roll. That's not how I won this election. We go right at it. Of course, he's a jerk and an idiot for what he said. But nobody else on that Zoom call said anything. Nobody called him out for being a moron. And those two women sit there with giggly, laughy smiles on their faces. What is wrong with people? You know, as the old quote goes, all it takes for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. An assistant principal was fired after reading a kid's book called I Need a New Butt. It's a book about a boy who realizes his butt has a crack in it and sets out to find a new one. The book is advertised for kids ages 6 to 10. We live in a world where children's books can get you fired, but drag queen story hours are held as a great idea. Only in clown world America. And finally, numbers you need to know. The United Nations is warning that food prices could increase by another 22% this year due to the Russian-Ukrainian crisis. They warn that the supply chain gap will worsen and energy prices will continue to soar as long as the war lasts. The UN also estimates that as much as 30% of Ukraine's crop area will go unharvested because of the fighting, which could cause over 13 million people to go undernourished next season. If you're looking for something else to listen to, check out my crime podcast, Ladies Love Crime. You can find it on YouTube and by clicking the link in the description box.